This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. What's up? It's Metal Shop uh, Backstage Pass, episode number 112. We're back up in that ass with 112 hours of audio brutality. Uh, my name is Ian, that's Kevin Deers. Hey! And Ryan the Beard. Hi! And uh, we're back again, man. It's uh, good to be back. Last week we took a week off the podcast and uh, put up the Gate Creeper interview that Kevin did with, uh, with Chase, right? Was his Yeah, name? Chase. Uh, Gate Creeper's an awesome band. If you haven't had the chance, you're like, man, I don't want to hear that. I don't know that band. Check it out because we actually put in a couple uh, songs from that band. Yeah. And uh, they're shredders, man. I'm that band is f***ing sweet! Yeah, man. So, uh, what's been up? I know we had a couple shows this week we should probably talk about in retrospect, uh, and both on the same day, no less. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, there was, uh, w- w- I actually kind of fell in love with a local band called Ryan. Um, yeah, I know Ryan the Beard's a, a fan of them. I think we should uh, feature them on the local episode. We should call Ryan Ryan the Beard. Ryan the Beard. Okay, no, I get that's a two out of ten on the joke scale. But they opened up for Amorphous and Swallow the Sun over at El Corazon. But we, uh, Ian and I, got some Thai food and then we yeah. headed to there for a minute. Watched Ryan and we had to go over to Studio Seven where we saw Catatonia and uh, a band that I've never actually seen before. Uh, what was their name again? Ca- Caspian. Caspian. Yeah. yeah, Caspian. They. Uh, we're pretty cool. They they aren't the kind of typical band that you see at Studio Seven if you're going to a metal show. Those like kind of post rock, like mono, mogwai, like explosion in the sky kind of. Yeah, it was, was good. Really cool. Man. They have really good stage and lights too. I don't know what was going on there. Like sometimes at Studio Seven, and we've seen some shows recently where we go in there and the sound and just just like, oof. But that show was like, I swear to God, it was like CD quality, man. Everything was. Perfect. That's awesome. So Caspian's not quite a full-on bong band, kind of more of a yeah. J band. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like a like <laughs> okay. a chill J band. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even a bowl of ice cream. All right, I feel it. I feel it. Maybe so it's even not a bong some sexy in the times. Face. Yeah, I not bong you. in the face. Not a full bong. That's rate. high on okay. fire. Yeah. Maybe not dab status. Dab life. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they were cool shows, man. I'm glad we got to go to both. They should have just smashed both of those shows together somewhere, but such is life. Uh, so last night I actually worked my first pro wrestling show for Defy. It's not like I'm a wrestler, but I was uh, doing not the yet. backstage uh, promos for him. It was really fun. We had some incredible matches. Uh, it's at Washington Hall, and Defy 3 is coming up next May, or I'm sorry, next month in May, and uh, some really great matches. It was 100% sold out. you got to nice. see this venue. It's it's uh, Yeah, where is it at? It's Washington Hall on Capitol Hill. They used to have a ton of punk rock shows. Pettybone said yeah, that okay. the last time he went to a show there was in 1987. 89 to see Verbal Assault. Um, but uh, yeah, it's got a balcony. It's really classy looking. Is that where we saw Municipal Waste back in the day? Where they had the town hall sometimes? Actually, it? might have been. Yeah. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, they. Uh, one thing that was really notable about the show is uh, there's there's an awesome women's match that's going to go on, and it's a three way dance between uh, Sue Young, who's like her character is the corpse bride, and uh, two other awesome wrestlers, Kate Carney and Angelina Love, and they all get to the ring, and then all of a sudden. The fire alarm goes off. Oh no! Because the smoke, there was too much smoke to create kind of the ambiance. Just and uh, and everyone had to fucking 
get out of the venue. We all had to leave. The you fire, leave? the yep, the firefighters came. They did a quick check in. Uh, the guy who was the caretaker of the venue, he was like, "I know what's going on. Just file in, check it out real quick, and then we'll get the show going." But uh, it was funny. I'm glad it wasn't in the middle of a match. It was literally like yeah. right as the bell rung. The fire alarm match. Uh, and the fire, everyone uh, filed out for like 20 minutes. Just a bunch of weirdos standing outside. Yeah. The, all the wrestlers had to be out there. Yeah. They were all in their tights <laughs> and Speedos and just like they had uh, s- sweaters uh, draped over them. And it was hilarious. And uh, it took a good 20 minutes, but it was actually perfect that it happened because the head, one of the headliners, Jeff Cobb, he was racing from the airport to get there. Oh, so he was going to be late. And he would have been late if it wasn't for that fire alarm. I wonder if that was a... It could be. Uh, a thing. A conspiracy. But anyways, it was awesome. Check out Defy NW. Yo, just pull the fire alarm, dog. I'll be there in half an hour. Definitely. Uh, follow him on Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Defy NW. You'll be able to see me uh, interviewing some big f***ing burly dudes that scare the shit out of me. That's cool. My so, question yeah, is, fun. when are you going to get in the ring, dude? I, <laughs> I know you've thought about it. I mean, uh, yeah, you bounce off sure. the ropes a couple times. It'd be fun, but you Go know, down to evolve and get I trained enough, up. I have enough respect for what they do. I'm not gonna try and dip my toes in their world. Okay, I'm dip okay. your toe, maybe even a pinky toe. What, what if, with like a special appearance or something? Like you if know? you're doing an interview on on the, you know, on the on the in the squared circle there. I'll take a bump. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take I'll, a chair. You know, I'll take a chair. I'll <laughs> I'll I'll, you know, if if the situation uh, arises. I am. I would be f- totally stoked with like going through a table, getting a flamethrower to the face, Damn, you know, yeah. getting stabbed in the gut, you know, taking a f-ing box know. cutter to the leg, <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, getting man. a f-ing venereal disease in What's the ring. <laughs> Jesus, I'm down. But I'm not going to kid anyone. Yeah. It's, it's like if I would have started wrestling at 18, 19, I would be all in. But you know what? It's yeah. okay. I'll it's sit cool, back, man. I'll stand back, and I'll do my thing, and I'll help out with what I can. What was that uh, that wrestling gift that you posted this week that was... Oh, yeah. Did they take wrestling to the next level and it was a dude pouring out a box of Legos in the middle and of And then, the yeah, ring? it was a company called Combat Zone Wrestling and they usually do oh. f***ing brutal oh. like uh like no-rope barbed wire matches and oh. um, bomb matches and all kinds of stuff. Actually, you can watch a Vice documentary um, which was actually done by Damien f***ed up. Really? And uh, it's on Combat Zone Wrestling, like, legit. Uh, they do it out in a farm. And because yeah. it is uh, very f***ed up and, yeah. they, and they smash light tubes over each other's heads oh. and you don't want that in a building because you could get talk, uh, talk poisoning from that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they <laughs> it's f***ed up, man. They, they take uh, scissors <laughs> and they slam people on scissors. Oh. But the most extreme thing oh. was he took a huge oh. barrel of uh, Legos, of assorted Lego pieces. He threw it on the ground of the mat. And then he slammed someone on it. Through, and yeah. you know how bad it hurts when you step on a fucking Lego in the dark. Oh. Imagine getting body slammed by a 300-pound dude on Legos on your back. Uh, it was uh, just a hilarious jagged dichotomy. Yeah, I got to post that on the Metal Shop page yes, tonight. You should, yes, definitely. Or the KSW page. Either way, what have you been up to, You're sick, Ian? man. You're sick. Oh, I've been uh, playing a lot of Mass Effect 3. Ooh. Which is like a nerdy, you know, I, I feel like I need to start doing some more exciting with my life, but eh. oh, I also did get my barbecue. Yeah, being awesome. Would you would you uh, pop your cherry with uh, a couple hot links? Actually, cool. Yeah, keeping it fucking poor white trash down. Some here. hot links. No, I'm just kidding. I love hot links though. Ever since I was a little kid, the like the classic Oboy Alberto, the local ones. Yeah, 
It's so good, man. You got to wait for those things to split down the middle, start spitting grease. Has your roommate Josh put any like uh, microwave burritos on there yet? No, but that's a good idea. I feel like he'd do that. Yeah, that's I mean, total fuck Josh it. thing. Yeah. I'd do that. I mean, you can do anything with that thing. You can like cook pizzas on there. You can do all kinds of shit, man. But yeah, the, he did actually go to the store and he was like, came home with a bunch of dogs and and burgers and and yellow mustard. <laughs> all right, I got a question awesome. for you guys. All right. Would you rather oh. take your penis oh. and put it on Ian's uh, hot, uh, hot man buns? His 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 grill mm-hmm. for like two minutes. Oh, two minutes. Okay, what? Maybe have to thirty be like seconds. Two or three seconds, dude. Thirty seconds. You'd sear or that thing off. Wipe your ass for a day with stinging nettles. Ooh. Be forced to wipe oh. your ass, and you have to like six times. I, I was gonna say, I just wouldn't. Would no. you be guaranteed that you'd heal after both of them? Yes. Like, back okay. to normal? Back to normal? I'm not going to say back to normal. <laughs> Depends on how weird your penis already looks. <laughs> uh, good look. point. Good point. Uh, dude, I'd have to go with the nettles, man. Can I just off myself? No. <laughs> no. You have to do either of them. Is that an option? It's I like saw. Just, I, I think it'd have to be the nettles, dude. Yeah? It, it, it'd dude, be the nettles. You, man, that's like a 400 degree grill, man. You just have a permanent like <laughs> sear mark on your dick. I'm going with the dick. Pain Olympic style. <laughs> yeah. Cool. You can come on over next time I have a barbecue. I'd have we'll a blister. <laughs> Speaking of... Uh, it wouldn't be because of the herpes. A good band name. <laughs> oh, jeez, oh, man. <laughs> what, guys? Speaking of grill marks, <laughs> my, uh, my buddy Neil, who has a permanent grill mark on his ass from when he was uh. naked and slipped and fell on a grill. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't uh, seen that photo for a while. You should post that up on the Metal Shot page. I think tonight. I will. You he, made it a band t-shirt. He'd be stoked about that. <laughs> he showed up at a... He showed up at my house, randomly, no warning, just I'm sitting in my living room and he just kicks in my door. This dude lives in Missoula, just walks into my living wow. room, just like, hey, what's up, dude? I'm like, yo, you want to f***ing like, call first or something? He's like, no, B&E, man. I'm in town. Figured you know, <laughs> I'm here. Like, Maybe wait. some pancakes. It's like, where, where have you been? What have you been up to? And he's like, oh, I just got back from Thailand. Check this out. And he unzips his hoodie. He's wearing a t-shirt that just says Thailand, all ages. <laughs> oh, my God. Just like, Jesus. Like, what the f- What's wrong with you, this man? This would be a grill-ass McGee over there. Just what What are you thinking? What's wrong with you? And he's like, you're the one with the dirty mind. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> all ages could mean anything, you know? Uh, well, we all know what the f*** that means, yeah, guy. Yeah, so we went to the nail show. Um, decimated <laughs> Did he wear that minds. shirt there? He did not wear the, yeah, the shirt to the nail a show, move, which was smart a smart move. God. Our photographer friend, other Neil, yeah. uh, the photography guy, he was front and center for the nail show, and Neil has not seen nails before, and oh, I don't yeah. think he goes to a lot of hardcore shows. Right. So. I mean, he did kind of have an idea. He was like, he posted before the show, and he was like, all right, I know this is going to get gnarly. There's no barrier. Yeah. But I, yeah, you're right. He had no. I, had I don't no I don't think he's used to that that kind of situation. That dude got decimated. He is still hurting. Was Poor he getting, guy. Did he break his camera? He didn't break the camera. Okay. He didn't break the camera. <laughs> Protect God. the equipment. Because that camera is probably worth more than a f***ing hospital bill is. Yeah, but he was saying that he's friends with one of the guys in the band, and he was talking to him after the show, and the dude told him that is one of the top five gnarliest nail shows that they have played. That's wow. awesome. Which that is rules. super rad. It makes so, me really proud of the Pacific Northwest. Bad timing for for Neil, though. Yeah, <laughs> right? No joke. I think that's the perfect venue to have that show because the people that work at that venue are so familiar with craziness of hardcore shows from yeah. having vi- uh, having uh, Rainfest there for the last few years. Uh, they're just like, they know all how right, to handle we it. know what's up. We're not going to block these people from stage diving, and there's no barrier. So I saw a bunch of the security guys stage dive. It was oh, like Rainfest all over. There you go. Right, awesome. hey, 
Hold my flashlight and my baton real quick. <laughs> yeah. Hold on a second. Hold on a second, guys. Uh, Are you aware that it's Rex Manning Day? Yeah, I saw that. What's Rex Say no more, more, no more. God damn it. You've never watched uh, Empire Records, apparently. Mm, classic little time. I don't remember it, man. Ryan the Beard can yeah. suck my You need to. Hey, have... that's mean. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you just need to catch up on your 90s cinematography. Uh, right? I, I Cinematics. Just, well, I've seen it at some point, but I was I don't can remember it to save my life. Yeah, it's a good one, man. If I'm not correct, or if I am correct, that's the one where they, they take the, the record store money and bet it all on black or red. Right? Yep, and, and then, then they, they lose it. it, and then they have to have this benefit show to save the record store. Imagine if there were record stores to save these days. Yeah, well, actually, uh, I did get a new tattoo this week at uh, Studio Arcanum in Ballard right there on 4th Avenue. Cool. And I noticed that right across the street, there was a brand new record store that had opened. Really? Sick. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. And I asked my tattoo guy, I was like, hey, Scott, how long has this place been there? And he's like, I don't know, like six months? Like In the middle of like all this record stores get, getting shut down and shit like that, like they opened up a new one. Yeah. So we'll I've, see how long they stick around, but- I forget what that record store is called, but- uh, It starts with a D. It's like Dog Daybreak City. Records, yeah, I think? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think it's that, and uh, they actually specialize in, in all kinds of old school, like rock and punk and metal and stuff. I Damn, think I should have got in there. It's uh, it's really niche, so that's the way that they stay, uh, stay, you know, operable, 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 I operable. Wanted, I wanted to mention a special shout out to the band Iron Lung. They have uh, this weekend going on a a uh, really cool fest at uh, the Vera Project. It's the Iron Lung. We like festival or <laughs> things we like festival and uh, genius. It was uh, founded by Jensen from Iron Lung, and it's an Iron Lung Records showcase. It's art uh, showcase, art show. Um, they got DJs performing like weird <laughs> music. But last night it was it was uh, headlined by a a <laughs> secret reunion by Cold Sweat. Wow, and it was really. Are you Fucking awesome, yeah. Wow. It was a secret reunion show, one time only, by Cold Sweat, fucking important, <sighs> hardcore, Seattle punk rock band, hardcore band, and uh, I couldn't go because I was working the wrestling show, and I saw Damn, my friends posting videos, and I was like, what the fuck, man? Sean Dean, one of the most intense vocalists for a hardcore band of all time, fucking weirdo, very awesome, <laughs> and it was the only time I've ever seen a black dude who's straight edge put X's on his hands with white marker. That's thought, cool. That was really fucking cool. Wow. Back in the day when I saw them, and he held a bat in his hand while he was singing, and he swung it, and it looked like he was about to fucking clobber us all. Uh, <laughs> I saw them. So very fucking intense. And uh, shout out to Cold Sweat. Shout out to Iron Lung Records. And shout out to Jensen. Ryan, what did what have you been doing this week? Sitting in my basement playing guitar, reading comic books, man. Yeah, I mean, okay, I, cool. I, I, yeah. This, living the life. Sounds like a good fucking yeah. week to me. It no sounds complaints. good to me because it's usually your busiest and you're yeah. like, man, I've been working my ass off. So, well, it's if been that's nice been your week, it's been been nice to get a little bit of downtime. <laughs> Who's sucking on who? <laughs> you know, I, I do have to say, I epically <laughs> up with uh, my memory because I thought it was my girlfriend's birthday. So I was scrambling, <sighs> trying to find a birthday gift. Oh, Ryan, and really getting down on myself about it. And uh, so I bought her a, a limited edition color vinyl of Angel Witch by Angel Witch, no which is a. And, you know, that's a cool... That is cool. That's a cool birthday present. But it's not her birthday yet? No, no, it's not her birthday for another two months. I don't know why <laughs> or fuck, how that was dude? in my head. But Did I you weren't even close. Dude, I f***ed 
that up so Did hard. you give it to her? I was like, yeah, happy birthday, babe. I, Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. And I, oh, like, you I went, went through, 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 through the whole thing. And, God, You know, dude. I bought her a couple of enamel pins for her jacket and like some things. I, I really put a lot of time and effort into it. And I scrambled so hard. And, <laughs> and, she, and I was like, happy birthday, babe. I know it's not for a couple of days, but I got you this stuff and love you lots, so on and so forth. And she was just what did like. She, she, what did she say to you? She, she just, just looked at me like I was dumb. Like, and. And she's like, thanks. Like, is she gonna get mad or she, pissed? She gave or me both. A, she gave me an awkward hug, and I'm like, what's what's wrong? And she's like, it's not my f-ing birthday. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's not your birthday for another week or so. And she's like, no, not for like another two months. It's like, well, whose birthday is it? I thought it was somebody's birthday. Yeah, I it's it was your, your side birthday. bitch's no. birthday. See, that's when you got that. Ryan is when you got to be good at thinking on the spot, dude. You got to be like, <laughs> I'm oh, just kidding. I just love you a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's your side bitch's birthday, right? Oh, oh. I like, that oh, up it's so a, hard. It's, a, it's International You Day. I don't know. Like she wasn't. I just love you. She wasn't mad at me. I mean, she was super stoked She's at all like, this yeah, stuff. Like, yeah, it's cool love shit. You. So yeah, I mean, hits like, refund button right now. <laughs> immediately, give me my money back. Well, here's some free stuff because I l- love you lots. So that's the thing. If she ever gets mad and throws it in cash. your face, you'd be like, cool, you can give me back that Angel Wick- Witch record then. Because it wasn't even your birthday. Record. Yeah, but now you get to buy her two birthday presents. <laughs> or so. just be like, hey, remember that one time <laughs> oh, two months ago? That's what I'm going to no, do. When no, she gets mad at me dude, for forgetting her birthday, So when you actually forget <laughs> her birthday. When I actually forget. You're a fucking scumbag. Well, I'm just terrible when it comes to dates. Like, I, I can't. For some Dude, reason, okay. dates never you stick in my what, head. You remember what your your own birthday is? Yeah. Take the mental space in your head for your own birthday and replace it with hers, because it's like the there's only like a couple important dates you need to remember in your life. Your own birthday doesn't matter as much yeah, it as doesn't hers matter. Does. So you. just saying, what do you remember? What it is? Even now, <laughs> <laughs> what the? Look f- it up on Facebook. I probably should have asked. Yeah, you need to look that up dude yeah the the only reason i remember our anniversary is because it's on memorial day weekend so i have oh, like I have, that's the easy in the world yeah so i have like a little three-day grace period there even though it fluctuates you know just forget year, about her birthday dude you need no to worries. go to the tattoo shop somebody you know and have it like tattooed like on the inside of your like little web of your finger right there <laughs> just she'll never see it she'll or never just, know or just do some really fucked up on her birthday so you remember like oh that's when i went to jail oh, that's when i got arrested <laughs> oh that's when i got that up rash in my ass <laughs> when we were at Ian's house barbecuing. That's when I put the nettles in my pooper. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I put my on the on the grill. Oh my god! <laughs> what in the <laughs> grill? Another good slam band. band. <laughs> Ecker. That's all you you want to start with this one? Yeah. All right, we're doing the news, yeah. baby. All right, let's, yeah, go for it, go, man. Now you start. Oh, okay. Well, start it. Uh, ghost, dude. I wonder if this is gonna be the end of Ghost. We'll see. I mean, like, Ghost BC or Ghost? I don't. That, that's a whole nother fiasco. So there has been a lawsuit filed against Tobias Forge, aka Papa Emeritus. I guess we know who it is now. Well, Toby I mean, Forge. It's been out for yeah. on the DL, not so DL for a while, but being sued by four former members of Ghost who have outed themselves just this last week. So we can mention that here in a minute. But they're uh, out. Here's the. It says here's the TLDR version. Basically, uh, there's a uh, legal partnership that they created where he. By by he, I mean Papa Emeritus was the one who was receiving the payments and was in charge of compensating everyone and, 
you, you just want to put one guy in charge of that, and if you don't necessarily have like a band manager or whatever, then someone just takes care of it, you know. But they're being—he's being sued by all four former members of the band, some of which have been around since the beginning of the band. That uh, he hasn't been paying them out in a uh, fair manner. He's not been splitting up the money. He's been like taking all these uh, paychecks essentially and claiming to them that Ghost hasn't been a money-making entity yet, <laughs> which is f***ing <laughs> uh, uh, bullshit, obviously, because they're huge and doing all kinds of shows. Anyway, so he said that once the band got good and back into the into the red or into the black, whatever the f***ing financial term is, once they started making money again, then I'm going to start handing the money out, right? So long story short, I guarantee you they were all probably just like, hey, what the f***? Where's our mother money? And what I, from what I read in here, they've played over 500 shows in the last four years. So 500 gigs, especially towards you know the last year or so, where they've been playing huge festivals, selling out huge venues, and playing with some of the biggest bands out there. Oh yeah, sorry, we still you know haven't broken through yet. No, yeah. So he's getting sued by the band basically. Uh, do we have? I'm not. We're not gonna read this whole. And lawsuit because no, it's, it's in Swedish. No, and it's very well. Somebody translated it, and it's there are twenty. That's doing God's work translating that shit to English, de- man. Thirty-two declaratory. Actually, no. Do 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 do. Forty, forty-five, fifty, sixty counts of. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, Girl. it's crazy. Like, uh, I mean, I'm not surprised, I guess, but at the same time, uh. uh how many underground uh, underground ghost fans are there? People that get metal, I think, have kind of like don't really care about right? that right. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard for me to even describe. Like, are we going to lose our fan base because we found out that the singer's a fucking greedy dick? I don't know. I mean, I'd say they still have a pretty solid. Uh, I mean, underground metal. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I know a lot of fans of uh, Ghost. Obviously, they're fucking huge at this point, but. I don't think uh, they've lost out their <clears throat> fan base. It doesn't say who any of the get these people played in, who their bands were before, but the names were Simon Soderberg, Mora Rubino, Hen- Heinrich Palm, and Martin Hirdstadt. Hirdstadt. Those are the four other uh, nameless, unnameless ghouls now. Okay. All right. So, remember since 2010, 11, 15, and 14. Well, the thing is, is he can just name, he can just, uh, you know, hire some other ones. And, and that's what they were claiming. They were schools. just like, he was treating us like hired hands when the idea was, and they said, from the interview, he said that they had been very clear from the beginning that they were all going to be an equal part of the band. Because that's what a fucking band is, especially when you start off like that with such a gimmicky kind of gamble. Mm-hmm. But uh, they they broke through into the mainstream. Didn't they play like Conan or some like the Jimmy Kimmel or one of those TV shows? Yeah, so. they played Jimmy Fallon, dude. They were there, you know. They were telling telling him how much you love him, Ryan. Falloning it up on Halloween. They were on there, so a bunch of fucking Fallons. But either way, uh, you know, it it is honestly an easy way for him to do that. For him to kind of be. Uh, dismissive of their response or of their um part in the band and then just be like all right well let's just put a mask on another guy that wants to play in the band i just don't understand how you could do that to your bandmates yeah you know i mean my bandmates been there for me through thick and thin and it's been the same way yeah but you have one bandmate long time no even (laughs) even it's easy to say when you ain't got no money right even before this when i when i was in a band with a lot of dudes i just don't understand how you could do that to somebody who's you know had your back like that depends on what 
part of the musical realm you come from? I don't, these guys were all like in underground bands for a long time before this. He needed money, bro. <laughs> okay, okay. Simple explanation. He wanted money. The face paint ain't cheap. I need money. Give me yours. So the band Sleep is so, so, so heavy. And uh, if you're Sleep or if you're friends of... Or if you're fans of Sleep, chances are you smoke a lot of weed. Uh, this past week, Sleep kind of released a, a cryptic photo. It is basically just a mixing board <laughs> Very cryptic. and a whole bunch of weed. It's on a paper plate. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like they're, they're rolling joints and recording or, I mean, it didn't say anything else, but it was just them tweeting that out, then putting it up on their Facebook, and th- that's to assume that they're working on the new album that they're rumored to be working on. Yeah, it's just like sitting on the board, though. Any good engineer would be like, yo, we're going to get weed crumbles in my pots dog get that out of here see this is is the thing this is the thing what's the thing if you actually let the weed seep into your console it actually makes the sleep record that much heavier no 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 (laughs) yes scratchier i i do love this bumper sticker on the board though it just says distort everything perfect uh i don't think sleep's gonna distort anything man no it's acoustic sleep album what's the singies lots of cleans Black Dahlia Murder's got a new record coming out. Uh, their last one, Abysmal, came out in 2015. So it's been about two years. They're about due for a new record. Yeah. That's kind of what they do. Um, let's see here. There's 20 seconds of a new, like a preview. Let's just let's just play right now. Let's see, see what this sounds like. If this f***ing computer will work. 20 seconds. Oh, it's just uh, the, the dude uh, recording drums, basically. Yeah. So, there you go. It's on a loop. On a liggity loop. All right. So, if enough. you like that band, there you go. Dallas Taller Wade from Nile, formerly of Nile, uh, came out this week and actually mentioned that he left Nile for many other reasons that were remain undisclosed. Uh, he was it was announced in February that uh, he he was the longtime frontman of Nile, and uh, it seemed to be under amicable circumstances. But uh, we're reporting off of MetalSucks.net, and uh, he did come out with a statement. He said, "I left Nile for many other reasons that will remain undisclosed, not just for the reasons they." detailed in their statement which were quote-unquote to focus on my own plans and recordings that quote didn't come from me i was already putting a lot of my time and energy into narcotic wasteland when nile was not busy or touring my intention was to do shows and albums with narcotic wasteland on the flip side because i like to stay busy i will continue to write and perform music on whatever level i can as for as long as i can from now on narcotic wasteland will be my main musical focus that's kind of vague but interesting yeah I don't know. Uh, it just sounds like something was going on. Uh, just time to move on also. So good for him, I guess. But um didn't sound like Niall took very long to uh, move on also. So Yeah, exactly. Uh, the new su- Suffocation record, uh, no word on a date yet, but their guitar player, um, Charlie Arrigo, who, replaced, who replaced Guy Marques, Marques last year, uh, has announced on Instagram that the new Suffocation record is going to be called Of the Dark Light. Ooh. Of the Dark Light. Cool. Right on. So, there you go. More more info to come. So, following his liver transplant that we detailed here on the podcast, Mike Nine Williams, uh, also known as Mike Nine, <laughs> 
thought? Yeah, he's uh, set to return to the stage with the band later this month. But in an interview, he said he's feeling amazing. He got his uh, his liver transplant, and uh, he said he's feeling amazing. To be honest with you, this whole thing has been insane. It's been a crazy ride, but I feel better than I've felt in ages. I mean, I'm 50 years old. I'm not a spring chicken or anything, but I have so much energy now. My whole life seems like it's turned around. I wonder, do you ever wonder, like, who, like, who f***ing gave him that organ? Like, who, who did that come from, you know? What were they like? What did they do? What did they do in their life? What, were they big it, I Hate God fans? Yeah. It would make me so stoked if it was, you know, somebody who was, had completely different beliefs than like my Like Billy nine. Graham? Like, somebody who was <laughs> just super, super not down with heavy metal music and so on and so forth, and now in some kind of twisted... Thing. Oh, he's it's got a payback. Their organ. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad he's doing well, man. And I, like I said last in our last podcast, I hope that he just keeps it on the straight and narrow, and like respect the fact that you have a, a you know, another, another literal stab at life. You know? He's got another lease on life. Exactly. He's got that new liver. Speaking of another lease on life, Black Sabbath have announced that they might be making a blues record. Geezer posted uh, the following quote. The follow-up to 13 was going to be a blues album, but a tour got in the way, and it would take something like two or three years to do it properly. And we thought it, we might not all be here by that time, so mm. it would be better to do this final tour first, and then maybe we'll do a blues record later. So take that for what it is, and uh, hopefully we'll get some more Black Sabbath material. Yeah. Obviously, we, you know, I mean, I mean, they want to start really like fans, a news you know? story. It's more so like it's a rumor. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, Geezer Butler did say that. That said, though, like it makes perfect sense that, um, you know, especially with Tony Iommi's health health issues and whatnot, they wanted to make sure that they, as musicians, could get another tour in because they wanted to be able to end it on the right note. Also, to be able to serve the fans, you know, that have like made them wealthy, healthy, and happy, you know, for the last you know fucking forty, fifty years. So it's and it, honestly, if this does come out, I would really like to see that. If they did come out and do, like, I'm not a huge fan of, like, these bands that go, hey, here's our last tour, man. And then they do four f***ing tours after that. So <clears> everybody, <throat> like, people spend their entire life savings on, man, this is the last time I'm ever going to see them. And then, like, nine months later, they show back up. I mean, whatever. It's your prerogative as a musician to do what you need to do. But I hope that they ended it the way they wanted to. And if they want to continue to do this and put out another set of music, Go right ahead. So, uh, Metal Blade Records founder Brian Slagle's writing a memoir was announced this week. Billboard, uh, Billboard magazine had an article on BMG making uh, going into book publishing, and uh, there's you know going to be b- books about the Brit rock band The Zombies and uh, several other bands, but also a Metal Blade Records. Uh, book of, that's about the history of the label and is about uh, Brian Slagle and his uh, formative years of starting the label. So, so. like some memoirs. Yeah, man. I got to interview him years and years and years ago when I was working on a college uh, newspaper, and uh, he was super down and super uh, informative. So I would love to uh, read that book. And if you follow him on Instagram or any of his social media stuff, like he still goes out to the shows. Like, yeah. And he goes and checks out his bands and other new bands, and his, he's, he's still like fully in control of that. So... Good for him, man. Good to see them still going. So Dead to Fall is back? Yeah. I remember watching a porno featuring one of the members of that band. <laughs> what? The bassist. Nice. Yeah, he was a he porn star. Oh. Well, he was little... wearing a Shai Hulu jersey while <laughs> f***ing someone. Are you serious? Yeah, you can check it out. Oh. I'll send you the link, bro. Yeah. Go right ahead. Uh, that's like the, that's like some Evan Seinfeld. Jack offable. 
<laughs> so dead to fall. Jesus Christ. <laughs> dead to fall on their Facebook page says, we're back. If you haven't figured it out yet, the original lineup has been jamming over the last few months and working on some new material. We got together to do the vinyl release show for Everything I Touch Falls to Pieces last summer. And wouldn't you know it, new riffs started pouring out. We're working on a new record coming out 2018 sometime. If you want a taste of the new stuff, come out to see one of these shows. So Metal Moshcore rises again. Bring it back. It's about that time, man. Metalcore bringing a reunion or a return back about 10, 12 years later. Everything old is new again. Yeah, Coming full circle. Rest in peace to Paul O'Neill, dead at 61. He was the Trans-Siberian Orchestra founder. He was also a music producer, uh, and he produced the score to the 2000, 2000 Jim Carrey version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. What? He also worked with Aerosmith and Sabotage, but his most well-known thing is he was the founder of Trans-Siberian Orchestra, the group that really just metalized Christmas music, and it was just such an epic, epic project. We played some Trans-Siberian Orchestra on Metal Shop, even though it's not Christmas, and they are a Christmas, you know, centric group of, of musicians. Dude, but, I don't uh, give a f- We'll play some Christmas music whenever the f- we want. Exactly. It's like shredded Christmas jams, so, uh, you know, Paul O'Neill, rest in peace, man. Yeah, R.I.P. Metallica is doing a pretty cool concert. They're doing a, uh, a concert to find some local band openers for five of their shows. Those five don't include the Northwest, unfortunately. But that said, you could like move to sh- Chicago next week and figure that shit out. Uh, that said, Foxborough, Massachusetts, St. Louis, Minnesota, San Antonio, Texas, Dallas, Texas, and Chicago, Illinois are the five cities that they are allowing local bands to submit demos, music, songs to Metallica.com, and they're going to be doing an online voting contest to see which one of those bands, local bands, gets to open up. How insane would that be, dude? Seriously, how f***ing insane would that be to open up for Avenged Sevenfold and Metallica in front of, like, a huge soccer football stadium? That's crazy. I mean, you know they're they're not going to pay you. They're not going to pay you. You don't need to get paid for that. That's I mean, exactly that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you are getting paid, dude, because that that is some That'll kind of can fucking... launch your career. Yeah, you. I mean, you're going to be playing to thirty, forty thousand people that probably never even heard who you were. Yeah, like it's just it's man, it's a numbers game. That that's that would be awesome. So mm-hmm. good luck to anyone who's in those cities, and uh, hopefully we get some sick metal on I, on stage there. I just think it's cool. Hopefully they find someone that they like, actually pay attention to it, and maybe they can you know. As Jamie Josta says, a rising tide floats all ships. Yeah, I like that. Integrity is going to be going on a tour. They are actually playing like their only U.S. tour for U.S. show for a while here. Uh, this weekend at the United Blood Festival, they played Friday night, uh, actually at the uh, United Blood in, in Richmond, Virginia. Oh. But Integrity has a new album coming out on Relapse Records. Their first on Relapse and uh, Howling for the Nightmare Shall Consume. Let's check out Fallen to Destroy, the first song off the new Integrity record.
I'm pretty stoked for that one. Brand new integrity yeah. record. It's just the first size, the intro song, man. Like the artistic intro song. And I guarantee you it's going to go into the heavier. Absolutely, man. It's integrity, dude. I'm trying to hear that. Demi Borg here have posted a live video for Gateways, which was recorded with the Norwegian Radio Orchestra and a, quote, bombastic choir. And uh, it looks like they also did a performance at Vakken Open Air with almost 100 musicians on stage. And this is all part of a new live DVD that they're going to be doing, which is the reason why they haven't put out music for a while. Makes sense to me. Yeah. But they also, like, the rumor is that they're working on the new stuff, too. So, let's see. This is f***ing amazing, dude. I gotta be honest. Like, It's Forces of the Northern Night. Like and it's live choir, live orchestra. Coming out April 28th on Blu-ray and DVD. like halfway it's so cool because when you typically see them live it's just you know backing tracks yeah, it's taped yeah it's a hell of a production damn sound is amazing So yeah, I mean like if that's a if you're like a metal live show collector, that's definitely one for the DVD collection for sure. Demi burger. Give me get a demon burger. Get a demon burger. Too early to get a demon burger. Can you get a fish demon burger? It was a light week for news and metal, so that's about all we got for the headlines. But we couldn't let you go before we f***ed you up with some really crazy stuff. This week on Metal Shop's Brutal Poetry Too Hot for Radio, Ian will be reciting lyrics from the classic Pungent Stench album from 1991 called Ben Caught Buttering. Here's a passage <laughs> from S-M-A-S-H, Smash. I hate the way you walk. I hate the way you speak. Your sight makes me sick, and you act very weak. You look like a dumb... Like a head full of <laughs> The only way I can act is to smash you and hit. You're not only arrogant, also f***ing ignorant. Your head is so big, like my big erected <laughs> You think you look cool, you dumb little fool. You dress very hard, like a boring old fart. Your hassle is now enough. You'll get what you need. First a kick in your mouth, and a hammer punch till you bleed. 
I'll put my fingers in your eyes. I'll smash my fist on your chest. I'll piss on your big head. <laughs> so now what do you think? Who's the best? Now I rule over you. You know that I'm better than you. <laughs> so shut up and kiss my feet is the only thing you're allowed to do. <laughs> you. That was Pungent <laughs> Stench. So Smash off the album Ben Cut Buttering. Check it out. It's a, it's a classic jam. Well, thank you very much for listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Yeah. Episode uh, 112. It was a bit of a short one, but, you know, it's all good, man. They can't all be epic three-hour episodes. Yeah, maybe maybe sometime. Uh, depending on what happens next week, we might have a very big band in the studio. Uh, until then, thanks for listening again to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass, and go f*** yourself. I love you. I love you, This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.